0: Radioactive land it's the one and only radioactive man man coming at you oh yeah and the host that blows the most <laughs> that's right from the windiest city of them all like happy yeah. sunday man we made it how's it going sunday fun day going good
1: how am i coming in good Com- coming in smooth oh yeah oh yeah that's right.
2: right.
0: okay yeah man how's the weekend treating you you guys getting the snow blast yeah we uh We randomly got snow. I didn't think it was supposed to snow today, but they must have been flying their chemtrail planes at night, maybe zapped us with some harp activity, and here we are. We're getting a little snowflake action above freezing. It's like 40 degrees, but we got snow falling.
1: Wow, we're opposite. We're like below freezing,
0: but it's raining. See, that's what happens when you mess with the weather. Take note, Bill Gates. All right. Maybe dial it back on the heart machine, a little less chemtrail action, and we could have some normal winter going on once in a while. I mean, I'm
1: just a dumb plumber, but I'm uh, pretty sure you're supposed to get snow when it's cold.
0: I know. <laughs> we're trending above average in heat, but over uh, we're getting like two feet of snow in the mountains this weekend.
1: So wow. Yeah, we're below average cold. Record uh, rainfall. We're Man, taking, yeah,
0: on. well, you know what happened is <laughs> we weren't getting the typical snowfall that we were getting in previous years. And last year, you remember my bitching and moaning on the podcast starting in, what, September, October, nonstop chemtrails and cloud seeding, and it was just, we had quite literally record-breaking snow. Uh, the ski season started early and went, like, into June or something like that. So this year, a little bit different. I think we got that warm airstream from the El Nino. Uh, oh, kind uh, of Ninks. Yes, Ninks, El Ninks. Ninks sorry. Right. yeah, L- Licks Ninks. I don't even know how to say it anymore. <laughs> um, where are my <laughs> AOCs a at? I know. Can I get my AO Chexes out there to, to chime in? <laughs> Let me know what's going on. Help me out. But the El Ninks, yeah, it's uh, blowing through the hot air this time around, and it hasn't done so in a long time, so I think it really kind of screwed up kind of you know the usual snow fall that goes on in the mountains which here in Colorado we really do thrive on the tourism seasonally both winter and summer but mostly winter man i mean you're talking aspen snowmass breckenridge we want to bring in those rich assholes from around the world to spend all their money here yeah stay as long as possible right maybe even be stuck an extra week because of some Bizarre, massive two-foot snowstorm, you know what I'm saying? So spend your money a little bit Have you been to the
1: Hamptons in the fall? Yeah, the leaves are beautiful, but once they start falling...
0: Yeah, uh, and then you risk running into one of the Cuomo bros. I mean, nobody wants to (laughs) deal with that conversation, right? (laughs) Imagine small talking with Chris Cuomo while he's riding his stupid bike, probably wearing that retarded little, you know... (laughs) ass-cheek-tight, you know, leather pant thing or whatever, you know, the the shorts with the crotch. For sure. And you know he's the slowest
1: walking person (laughs) in the grocery store because he's just, like, hoping somebody will stop
0: him and talk to him. Well, he's definitely clippity clappeting, right? He's the dude with the cloppeters, you know, just, you know what I'm talking about? See, you got to move to Boulder, Colorado and experience it, uh, the bike culture. You can hear the cyclists coming down the grocery aisle like six aisles away because their little clip-on shoes that clip onto the bike pedals, they're clicking and clipping and clopping all over the wherever they walk, right?
1: The reason 1042, uh, I hate you fucking bikers.
0: Dude, the bikers are the worst, man. Come on. One of the worst breeds of people, for sure. And I've they- done it. I've, I've been a cyclist, my man. I, I had the whole get-up going. I did a little, you know, mini action across some, you know state lines. I enjoyed it. It was cool, very dangerous, kind of moronic, and I don't think most people should be doing that kind of stuff in general. And you know, the bike lines around Denver and Chicago, any major city, you got to get rid of them. You're ruining commerce by having these bike lanes. Uh, as someone who used to enjoy using them in places like boulder fine have it in boulder all right the hippie towns i dig it all right downtown denver you got to get rid of the bike lanes
1: yeah oh chicago come on nobody's riding their bike in the west side that's not what the west side need they need police (laughs) it's one of the worst areas of any major city in america they need police not a bike lane
0: Nobody's riding, nobody's even making deliveries here in Denver. There's certain parts where if you're a FedEx guy and you leave your truck for five minutes, the truck is gone. (laughs) This happened. (laughs) This happened to a FedEx guy.
1: You know what, if it's an area of the city where they're going to use the bike lane as a getaway lane, maybe we shouldn't use the. we shouldn't spend the money to build the bike lane. They're
0: using, in Denver they're using it for their drive-by shootings, apparently. I think this is what's... Yeah, they jump the
1: little curb, and then they're driving on the fucking (laughs) bike lane. And they're the only ones getting past the traffic.
0: We're uh, rapidly declining and becoming Chicago seemingly overnight. It's the California politics, I can only presume, with a sprinkle in of some Lori Lightfootism in there. But uh, (laughs) we had a cop in Aurora just this past week doing a traffic stop, and it turns into a gun shootout. Both guys are dead. And I think there was like an AK-47 involved. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, the cop and the criminal? I think everybody died. Yeah. Oh
1: man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's rough, man. And they're showing pictures of the cop and you know, it's that's what these guys are signing up for. We talk about defunding cops or taking away their guns so they have tasers. I mean, folks, it's a dangerous gig out there, especially in places like Denver, San Francisco, Chicago, or New York, where you've eliminated laws that protect the cops. Not only that, you've eliminated laws that protect vigilante citizens like Daniel Penny, who, you (laughs) know, anytime, anybody, regardless if you're qualified or not to stop crime, you're going to go to jail or lose your life. So you might as well just leave these places. Yeah, well, they're
1: arguing that, like, the reason that guy felt like he had to shoot the cops is because it was, a for him, it's a life or death situation. Because you're going to take away his life, his freedom forever, so... We need to have, like, more of a social worker go talk to him. And actually, you know what? We shouldn't even do traffic stops because they disproportionately affect blacks.
0: Right. Well, you know what we should do is with every cop with a gun, we'll send a uh, lesbian black woman with, like, a, uh, one of those, you know, loudspeakers. And, <laughs> you know, both can engage simultaneously, and we'll see who triumphs <laughs> in the end. <laughs> You can do an L-8 instead of a K-9. It's an L-8 unit.
1: I don't know why the 8, but the lesbian.
0: <laughs> I see where you're going there. And I'll take the 8. All right.
1: <laughs> you know,
0: you keep them in the back in a cage. Well, it could be uh, the L-H-8, uh, eight, right? Like, for hate. Or it could be the L-anti-H-8. Right?
1: Mm. Mm, yeah, Fuck see? it. Just call it the turf unit.
0: Yeah, turf unit, man! <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> I like that, actually. You can already see it on the badge, the T-E. Is it E or U? It's an E, right? I still don't even know the phrase. It's, a, it's
1: an E. <laughs> Dude, it's an E, obviously. It stands for exclusionary.
0: Oh, exclusionary. <laughs> I told you I was halfway through the word. I can't figure out can you imagine? I got as far as trans. After that, I'm like my brain explodes and twists into a pretzel, man. Dispatch,
1: I'm gonna need backup. Uh, what's your problem, officer? <laughs> We're sending a turf I need unit. A lesbian,
0: <laughs> bring in the turf. I need two fat black lesbians. Stat. <laughs> we gotta just, dis- we gotta disengage the situation here. It's incredible. We need turfs. <laughs> Yeah, right. You know, no bomb squad. You know, you're not sending in the SWAT team, right? Oh, bomb um,
1: squad. but That was back when we had funding. Right now, <laughs> all we can afford is turfs.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's like a massive shootout going on. It's a huge bank robbery. The Joker's involved. It's downtown Chicago, right? Uh, we need somebody calling some backup, all right? We're sending in a turf squad. Don't worry. Bunch of fat we're lesbians. Gonna, <laughs> we're going to teach them. Bunch of fat lesbians there to sass, sass talk, all right? Oh yeah <laughs> yeah, so stupid I'm all into it. well, um speaking of the destruction of these major cities uh de- what dem- democratic places, right uh, even democratic states, New York State, California as a whole,- you know Illinois, these places are going down the tube, Colorado, you can argue the same, so over uh the weekend, we got to dissect, and we had plenty of time to do so the single worst debate I've ever seen in my entire life. The governor's debate, the red state, blue state. Did you catch any of this God. at all, my man? It was heinous. That's it, my opinion. You know, I I second that, actually. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Uh,
2: Dude, it was like
0: two the, two idiots yelling over each other.
1: It doesn't even matter what they said. The wor- this is when I know we're, like, First of all, it, ta- it showed me one thing. Biden's going to win another term, and we are just doomed as a nation because <laughs> the left wing, all they could talk about is how good Newsom looked and making fun of Ron, little Ron in his
0: high heels. Wow. Uh, Newsom, he's got the plugs going, right? He did the Seth Meyers thing up there.
1: He's looking a little fake, a little Dow-like, but everybody says he looks great. He
0: looks presidential, Frank. That's all I kept hearing. Uh, Yuck, man. That's all I got to say about Gavin Newsom. However, my big takeaway from the whole thing was the establishment so badly wants this. This is what they want for 2024, but just like the rest of us, we're stuck with whatever crap is coming down the pike for this for this election, dude, yeah, these old f- stinking fucking turds that we all have to just hold our nose and pick one. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what we're voting for in 2024. But what they just put out there on TV because Fox News is CNN. They're all in bed together. Uh, you know, it's just a different dress. Uh, but uh, like, one's
1: owned by the FBI. One's controlled by the, the CIA. CIA.
0: Yeah, well, that's exactly it's totally
1: a, totally different, Frank. Very right. very opposing. You don't believe me? just look at Hannity versus Cooper.
0: Just take a look at their lapel pins, or their lapels, right? (laughs) Whatever pin they got going on there, you know, that's who you know they're with. Yeah, Cooper, CIA, and you got old uh, sheepdog Hannity over there hanging with the uh, FBI. So do this little governor's uh, debate, and I thought, man, this is what they really, what we all kind of almost wish was 2024. I'll be honest, I would have, I would prefer this. These guys are at least younger. They have some skin in the game. Maybe not Gavin Newsom because no matter what draconian and authoritarian decisions he makes, he could still have his nice little uh, lunch over at French Laundry. You know what I'm saying? He's always got that ability as an elitist. But you know what I'm saying? You know why I would love
1: to see that to be the real presidential race? Because uh, what porn star did Ron DeSantis sleep with? Good call. Oh, 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 you don't know? Okay. Uh, what country did Gavin Newsom's son take money from? Oh, oh you don't know? Okay. Perfect. So now we could actually have a debate about politics. Wow. What I actually kind of liked about it was it was kind of boring. Like That's how a debate should be, not calling somebody's wife ugly. As funny as it was, we need to go back to like no, know, boring to- old politics.
0: I totally agree, and also neither guy has 40-plus years of just using the system and never being a part of it. Maybe not so much Gavin Newsom. The guy's a sleaze, but, uh, you know, again, DeSantis, say what you want about his heels and his choices for boots. The guy at least served the country. He's got a family. The kids are coming up through the schools. Like, he's got blood in the game here.
1: And at the end of the day, they're supposed to represent us. And... To be fair, Ron DeSantis is a more closely, more closely resembles the average Republican or conservative voter and Newsom, whether you guys like it or not, he is the face of like the average liberal, you know, absolutely. Democrat voter.
0: Uh, Gavin Newsom, absolutely, in my mind, represents the uh, quintessential progressive Democrat right now. He is the face of the far left. Yeah. Oh,
1: the the whole left is just divided into two groups which is really funny. All they talk about is like the uh the like economic divide.
3: Right.
1: But nowhere is it bigger than in their party. you literally have the elites of Gavin Gavin Newsom and then you have all, all the people at the bottom that they promised the world to.
0: Well, you're you're so correct, Mike. This was uh kind of refreshing to finally have two guys who are governors of states of competing Qualities and interests, and uh, you could go back and forth over them, you know, their uh, policies and what have you, which is why I had just a small clip of what I found to be probably the most important uh, part of this debate. We're talking poop map. (laughs) This
3: is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Excuse me? Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own.
0: Yeah, huge fan of the poop map. Did that you is see
1: hilarious. Did you see the poop map? That is a funny map. And that right there should win the debate. Yeah, but that's it. You have it. a city filled with poop. We don't. That's
0: right. Game over. I'm a huge fan of poop map proving who's the better <laughs> governor. I think we should do this <laughs> countrywide. There should be like a poop <laughs> There should be a poop scale. You know what I'm saying? The highest poop is the shittiest governor.
1: You know, oh, you could have different ratings too. Like, you know, Chicago, you don't really see the feces, but you smell the feces,
0: you know? Yes, and the rating for governor can go from dingleberry to diarrhea. <laughs> this is great A humor, folks. Highbrow. We're doing highbrow <laughs>
1: <I'm> just, here. <laughs> just a little poop on your hand that you missed to, oh my God, I need a new pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> It's good stuff. Good the poop map is hilarious. Just the fact that you have a poop map.
0: Well, exactly. That should right there signify you're doing uh, you're doing a hell of a job, Brownie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're killing it. And I like the word brownie in this situation. There's a lot Very of highbrow sweet. humor going on here, folks. It's
1: fitting. Yeah, it was great though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, so who do you think won the debate? Because everybody's claiming, the, le- the right is claiming DeSantis killed him, and the left is claiming Newsom destroyed, not only DeSantis, but
0: Fox News. <laughs> well, I think ultimately America loses and lost. Yeah. I think America <laughs> lost here because really, seriously, this should be the presidential debate. Meanwhile, we have one geriatric Asshole going against another geriatric asshole, both of which should just step aside and let these younger fellas go in the ring. I may not like either one of them particularly, but you know what? They're about thirty to forty years younger than the than the morons we have to vote for in in about a year. Yeah, good call.
1: And and both of them are being pushed in by the other side because the other side thinks they're the only one they can beat.
0: Yeah, I would you almost get a vibe from DeSantis, he's kind of reluctantly almost being forced to jump in by the establishment, probably by the Bush elites. I can imagine, simply, I only make that guess because one of the main players in his campaign up until I think recently was Karl Rove. So, mm. that doesn't, if that doesn't scream Bush, I don't know what does. Um, but, you know, it just does seem like the, there's almost like Gavin and him are being forced, thrust if you will, onto the stage because behind closed doors, neither one wants who's really leading. Yeah. It's just in the polls, Uh, dude. Nobody wants Trump. Nobody wants Biden. It's crazy. More people don't want Biden than than people that don't want Trump right now. I know. That's what's Uh, insane. And it makes sense because Biden and his administration have completely ruined this country in the last three years.
1: I just read a fact, and I, get, I, I mean, I had to double-check it, but everywhere I looked said it was true. Biden won more votes than any other president, but won the fewest counties of any president.
0: Yeah, that's just kind of awful, right? Doesn't that mean that he just won <laughs> certain parts of the cities? And then, you know... He literally
1: just won cities. But that's then,
0: it. It, I think if you look at the map, it's really, really red sprawled across the united states and then you have just these deep blue pockets in the major cities and because of the concentration of populations which then you think about it, it's like hmm, why do they want all these migrants just filling up the inner cities at this point mm, i wonder uh, oh dude, there's wonder.
1: already rumblings i forgot who was doing it. one of the senators was talking about how uh you know, we really need to do something about all immigration, not just immigration, the people that are coming in. But now we have all these people that are here. We need to do something about making them citizens so, so that they can work and contribute.
0: Oh, we got to give them but, jobs, man. But if we give them jobs, then they need to have a say in what, you know, policies are dictating their jobs. So, Mike, we got to let them vote, right? Let Come them on. vote. Yeah.
1: And then, hey, Fernando, don't forget who let you in. Good man.
0: Like where you went there, you like that, huh? Yeah, You're, I could have
1: gone real racist with it, but I went.
0: Like, you know, do we know who's coming through the border? I've seen some reports where, I mean, a good chunk of the percentages are lying into the Asian and African communities that are kind of busting through the doors here, oh, as no, well as the Middle Eastern. Muslims. Oh, I think there's a jihad upon us at some point, my man. I mean, they they open the floodgates, yeah. and then all of a sudden, they're like, "Whoops." Did we allow those hang gliders to just fly over the border and start attacking kids at the uh, at the festival there? Oopsies.
1: We need to build a wall with lasers.
0: <laughs> and, then we'll, and then we'll ask Hamas for $1 million. <laughs> mm, Hamas, you're no, no match for our space lasers. <laughs> All right, well, I've dipped into it, so I might as well just dive all into the deep end right here, right now. Folks, there's only way to get this out of our system. We have really been avoiding the conflict for the most part, but now we are entering my favorite part of the story that I insisted on from the get-go. Put on those tin foil hats, baby, and make sure you got yourself A tall glass of water because we need the one and the only Amy Goodman of Democracy Now to give us the low down dirty from the New York Times on how October 7th came to play out.
2: Israeli government officials knew Hamas was planning a large scale attack on Israel more than a year ago, but failed to respond to specific warnings about the plot after dismissing it as aspirational. That's according to an explosive report in the New York Times, which says Israeli officials intercepted a 40 page battle plan by Hamas detailing how its attack would play out, a blueprint Hamas closely followed October 7th. Meanwhile, Another explosive new report by Plus 972 magazine details how Israel is using artificial intelligence to draw up targets in Gaza and how Israel's loosened its constraints on attacks likely to kill civilians. One former intelligence officer described the plan as a, quote, mass assassination factory.
0: Wow. So apparently two days or I think it was yeah, about a day before on October 6th, the Secretary of State from Israel. He uh, had a press conference. His name, Rum Feldstein, and he said that um, they had they had apparently lost like two point five trillion dollars worth of funding, defense funding, and then. No, and then no. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's a different story from like twenty years ago. My bad. Oops. Yeah. What. <laughs> I may have gotten my information crossed there. Sorry. And then this, this random building, Building 7, it just crumbled to the ground in Israel. It was crazy. Out of nowhere, it just toppled, man.
1: <laughs> on
0: October 8th,
1: uh, a building in New York fell. Wait, what why did Why did New
0: York fall? <laughs> Come on, man. I talked about this from day one, how these guys just, like... you could say what you want about 9-11. For me personally, I just go way down the rabbit hole with the events on 9-11 and our our government with Mossad, Saudis, everybody working in cahoots to establish themselves in the Middle East. And we all know why we had to be in Iraq to get that tomb of Gilgamesh and capture the Stargate Mm -hmm. to the other dimensions. We know that, but, you know, the... We as a country needed a reason to just start bombing away recklessly at any, you know, Middle Eastern country that we deemed necessary. And on top of it, we needed a reason to institute the Patriot Act, which we've only made stronger and, you know, more incriminating on our own freedoms year over year. Uh, Just look at what happened on October 7th over there in Israel. It seemed a little weird. One of the most fortified places in the world, the Iron Dome or whatever it's called. And, you know, all of a sudden you get these guys on, you know, paragliding over the fence and attacking this, uh, you know, festival that there were no guards anywhere to protect. I mean, this the whole thing seemed a little, a little weird, a little like... You know, and I'm not saying 9 11 was the first time we as a country have allowed terrorism to occur in order to gain other means. We just discussed the Gulf of Tonkin incident, which involved Jim Morrison's dad, of all people, uh, or just who happened to be there, which is kind of a unique connection. But, you know, look at Pearl Harbor and World War II. A lot of stuff that kind of implements or, you know, that kind of indicates that, you know, we kind of knew and almost needed the Japanese to, you know, not bomb America per se, but hit one of the smaller islands that we got there and give us a little reason to jump into the action over in World War II. And that's that's Mike's commentary, folks.
2: There
0: you go. <laughs> I don't even know if that was audible. I don't even think that was picked up by the recording device. That was beautiful. Yeah. <clears throat> so,
1: yeah, I, I, I so you I don't even really. It doesn't change my opinion at all. Like, even if they let it happen, if I open the gate, if you, if you warn me that you're gonna kill everybody, and I open the gate, and then you, you walk in and kill everybody, it still makes you a murderer.
0: Yeah. So, anyways. Poop map
2: guys. <laughs> the poop map the poop
0: I do, the I do poop love
1: it I do love the fact that it's uh, December 3rd. Like we're not even two months out from the October 7th attack, and New York Times is running articles on we know what the Israelis knew. We do have and, like we're 22 years out from 9/11. Still haven't figured out what kind of intelligence failures. Uh... <laughs> May never know. May never I me
0: 911 sounding all you know more and more as the years go by it's becoming the JFK assassination of our times where we're, we're seeing that the our alphabet institutions had their fingers in a little bit more than what we kind of perceived to begin with right like the it's JFK, trending that way yeah the JFK assassination 60 years out now, we just passed the anniversary. Some of the news organizations did some blips on it, and then um, we all just dismissed the fact that, you know, yeah, the CIA said pretty much admitted that we, you know, that they were part of it, and, you know, there's probably some mafioso slash CIA combination. Either way, George Herbert Walker Bush definitely involved, and, uh, you know, it's just kind of at the point where we're like, yeah, yeah, we accept it. We know. CIA killed Kennedy. All right, let's move on. So we're, we're probably like 20 years out from that with 9-11. Yeah, 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 you know, CIA, okay, yeah. who cares? We're all better for it. We're pretty much there with alien stuff. Day by day, more and more wacky and wild alien <sighs> technology and alien UFO, alien body retrieval info is just, it's pouring out at this time, actually. Nobody cares.
1: Yeah, because it's bullshit. Nobody believes it.
0: You think nobody believes the alien stuff, man? <laughs>
1: yeah, everybody knows it's just our government.
0: All right, yeah, I guess uh, what it really comes down to is we're in the age of deep fake technology, so, like, if the- 1998, if we were to get this convincing video of, like, a UFO, everyone would be like, that looks, that's pretty real. I think that's, you know, legit.
1: Oh, yeah, but, but the problem is now we're watching everything in 4K. Like, dude, but I, even I now, tried like, to watch yeah. the old Lord of the Rings. No,
0: Oh, oh, oh,
4: oh
0: no, dude. It's un- oh. I bet it's unwatchable just from like a visual graphics perspective, man.
1: <sighs> Might as well go watch a play. It is like, <laughs> what is, how fake is this?
0: Well, I'm also thinking now our radars are on, you know, tuned up to 11 at this point, and we're all just expecting everything to be deep deepfake technology, at least the younger generation. Boomers and up probably aren't on that kind of level when it comes to observing whatever we're being shown on TV or online. But, you know, I'm willing to bet a legitimate video of, like... I don't know, some military person shaking hands with an alien could make its way to the internet and everyone would be like, Oh, deep fake, you could see the eighth finger, you know. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Why's the
1: alien gotta be black?
2: What's
0: going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is such a woke clip, obviously. Look. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay,
1: even the aliens are black lesbians.
0: I don't, <laughs> this. I don't buy I'm Not buying it. So uh, since we were uh, miniaturely on the subject there, Michael uh, dropped some in-depth, uh, you know, observation on my uh, you know, tinfoil hat uh, theory with the Hamas-Israeli conflict. I'm going to just do one last Hamas thing because I thought it was interesting um, that there's a lot of imagery coming out of the conflict, and they're having an issue with deciphering what's real and what isn't. I I thought this was fascinating, and it made me think of Ukraine.
4: A Palestinian child clings to his cat after a devastating Israeli airstrike. This used to be his home, but now nothing remains but rubble. This image circulated on the web for some time before someone noticed the cat had five legs. The image was a deepfake, one of many deepfakes which have been circulating ever since the war began.
3: The impact is enormous, right? Because uh, a big part of this unfortunate terrorist attack, if you will, is the propaganda war. So if you have a propaganda war, but in your propaganda war, not only are you manipulating the press but you're also manipulating images.
4: AI expert Michael Everest says humans have sight-oriented minds. People are moved by images and may take action because of them. Visual impressions can sway people from one side to another. These fake images include blood-covered babies crying in the middle of wreckage, Israeli airstrikes on civilian neighborhoods, civilians digging through concrete rubble to find their family members. While the image of the five-legged cat is relatively easy to spot, advancing AI technology will only make the images more convincing.
3: A trained eye can perhaps find it, but it's very difficult. I mean, you can look at background, you'd have to zoom in, but for the average Joe, we're not going to be able to tell. Everest.
0: All right, so what I find so fascinating about this is about a year ago, or maybe less, when the Ukraine-Russian conflict was in full swing, a lot of images were coming out that were being pushed by the mainstream media that people online who were tagged and deemed as conspiracy nut jobs, you know, people were, uh, they were saying that these images were falsified or computer generated or fake and that there was some sort of wag the dog situation going on in Ukraine and we weren't seeing the full image. Even video perspective. There was a lot of uh, stuff coming out where the background looked phony, it was clearly blue screen, uh, a lot of weird stuff with Anderson Cooper. Everyone was told, no, 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 it's a conspiracy theory to believe that there's fake imagery coming out of Ukraine. This is all real. What you are seeing is a real war. This is a real conflict. All that. But now, we're getting all this insane imagery out of... Gaza Strip, right? I mean, they just destroyed the Gaza Strip. It's completely wiped out. And uh, there's all this crazy, these crazy war images and scenes coming out online, and they're saying, hey, folks, watch out. A lot of this could be fake now.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
4: I don't know
0: why they would think one is not... It's... Oh, man. Isn't that... A... I think it's so funny that we went through a full year of, like... No, you're you're a nut job to think that anything coming out of Ukraine is fake. Look, look at Sean Penn. He's given he's given the Academy Award here. to Zelensky. Come on, this is all real, yeah, man.
1: and this does go to. Uh, I was reading a thing about Putin releasing the video of RAI calling the moon landing fake. Really? He's gonna
0: and, send it out.
1: And well, no, this was kind of like he already the clip that you you talked about already. Oh, okay. That's the video. Yeah. All right. Yeah, and uh, what they were saying is, um, it, it's totally killing our narrative.
0: You're saying because, AI because, is killing like our what, narrative. what did they just talk about in this
1: uh, in this in this news clip? Humans can't see it, but our AI is very good at That's right. it. That's right. Absolutely. Oh, but that moon landing? No, I got that one wrong. Oh, that, that Ukraine? <laughs> oh no, no, I got that one wrong. Those are real. Well, we ended up proving
0: that. The ghost of Kiev. It was bullshit. He never existed. There was no ghost of Kiev. But remember, there, there was like, a kid, there no was submarine. Video Go that, fuck yes, yourself, dude. Everything out of Ukraine was fake and falsified, except for uh, that leak. Remember the one soldier who leaked all that info? Everything that we were talking about was real, except for the casualties. Russia <laughs> infiltrated our system. Fudged their numbers in our system so that way when the leak came out, they looked better than we did. <laughs> I f- if I figured I that figured one out, they I just can't remember.
1: said, dude, they're talking about like half a billion casualties in this war, yeah, man. I didn't even think there was that many people <laughs> in, in Ukraine
0: and like that, maybe part of Ukraine. Russia. I mean, it's very possible Russia just wiped out a huge chunk of Ukraine and we just don't know about it. and... Because the news really never told the truth, how do we have sympathy for Ukraine? According to our news, for the last year, we've been mobilizing and there's this offensive and it's the spring offensive, except now it's December, we're in winter again, but they're winning and nobody knows what's going on in Ukraine, actually, when the truth is probably they just got wiped out. (laughs) Right? I don't
1: know. They're saying uh, about 300,000 Russian casualties.
0: I just can't believe that for one second, man.
1: Yeah, at one point they were losing thirteen hundred a day. (laughs) That seems like a lot of people, man. That's a lot of people, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Everything from your everything out of there seems fake. Even the videos, like that, are still coming out. Where they like, like, I'm telling you, the cameraman goes in front of the front line. To get like the face, the front view of the soldiers. It's Like you're putting yourself in between the two two front lines.
0: Yeah, it didn't make any sense from the get go. I did see NPR. I believe it was Friday. They had a very special piece about Zelensky, and it was gotta be. I'd say 6:30 a.m., 6:45. I I just happened to refresh the page, and I saw it. It was there. And it was a very solemn looking Zelensky. And the quote next to the, you know, it was the main headline there on NPR. And it was about how Zelensky's pleading to the world in the wake of the Hamas attack to not forget about the conflict in, in Ukraine and all the lives lost. And then, you know, I got busy with work and I clicked back onto NPR about 9 30 or so, a few hours later. And uh, Sandra Day O'Connor had just died at, like, 93 mm. or what have you. And I was like, what happened to Zelensky? He was gone. They, he wasn't even on the front page anymore. They had, <laughs> uh, they had shrunk his article all the way to the bottom there. It was under, like, foreign affairs extra reading, if you have time, down at the bottom.
1: Yeah, he's got to realize his time is up. It's he over. got a short attention span over here in America. <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
0: no.
1: It's done. You're lucky you had your 15 minutes, buddy.
0: Even my neighbors, they had that Ukraine flag. You saw it out there with the peace and not war, you know, out there fully emblazoned. It got moved to the side. The sun has burned the colors away, and now it's wintertime. It's been really windy lately, so it's kind of wrapped a few times around the edge of the balcony there. It's not even existent at this point. It's covered with snow. It's going to rot away very soon. Uh, just like Ukraine has rotted away in the collective thought process of Americans <laughs> over the last few years. You know what happens? we just gave them so much franken, so much money, and then we lost simultaneously so much money as Americans that everyone got pissed off at Ukraine. We were able to like, kind of funnel our just, rage like, to the Ukraine. Most,
1: the most ungrateful, like, shitty people. Like, it was never enough. You're always asking for more, and you people just suck. You're not good people. Well, Let that, Russia yeah. take them over
0: them. <laughs> well you know you yourself personally in particular you got the pumpkin heads over there by the ukraine church <laughs> Surrounded so, yeah, by them. i understand you know chicago it's a melting pot and you just happen to have a lot of ukrainians and now migrants that's how it works there but uh the ukrainians man they just lost the sympathy of americans and because our entertainment industries are you know owned by a particular group well now one group is consuming all of the media attention
1: drift I'm picking up what you're putting down (laughs) small group seems uh, to control
0: the media the media sometimes just gets out of control and at times especially lately it it does feel like the wokeism doesn't just bring on the broke it it is uh, you know the woke is eating itself uh well this is football Sunday right now and uh as a side I am cruising through my fantasy football season second place, battling it out for my first week bye. I think the, the fantasy gods are looking down upon me because of my choice to split the pot last year in the wake of Damar Hamlin's heart attack, which ended the season abruptly for us. Uh, so I got the good vibes rolling. Uh, football this Sunday, a lot of seeding going along. A lot of teams are battling it out for you know their place in the playoffs as well. So the fans... Are just fired up, man, and and they're ready to see these really good teams get there to the major stage, to the Super Bowl, and ultimately, what we get lost in with the gambling, the fantasy, the drinking, we forget that this game is for kids, right? It's supposed to be for kids. That's really mm. what. It's I thought for. you were gonna say Taylor Swift. Well, no, no, no Taylor <laughs> in this one. Although this does, I have a story that has to do with the Chiefs, and it has nothing to do with Taylor. And uh, I found this to be fantastic only because I will tell you at the end of the clip what kind of reaction we are allegedly getting from the home crowd for this Sunday's affair. Uh, This is about a young Chiefs fan at last week's game.
4: A writer and reporter for the sports website Deadspin is coming under major fire for accusing a little boy and his family of racism. It wasn't anything that the boy said, anything that this child wrote online, but rather what he wore to a Kansas City Chiefs game over the weekend we'll show you a picture here of course his face is blurred out but it was a full native american headdress and to go along with it half of his face was painted black half of his face was painted red of course for the kansas city chief's colors the team colors dre clark joins us live with more on this controversy and what people on all sides are saying about it dre good morning
3: yeah, Marquis, hello. A big plot twist this morning. You know, some people have accused that young boy of being racist against Native Americans.
0: Hey, did you notice they, uh, they got the black fella? They brought the brother. Uh, that's right.
3: <laughs> got the black guy to report this one. This is good. It's getting good. African Americans, but overnight the boy's mother posted on Facebook... That her son is actually Native American, and Go! so is his grandfather, and she Go! says all Go! of this talk Go! about her young son uh, being a racist needs to stop right away. Meanwhile, this picture was taken Sunday uh, at the it doesn't Chiefs even in- matter
0: if he's Indian.
3: He's a little boy.
0: Not only that, the colors he's wearing—literally the colors of the <laughs> team—it's so like he's not the only guy with the face paint with he's, the red and the black. It's so funny. It's so he's outrageous. A boy. This stupid ass writer, this woke retard, just saw it for five seconds on the TV at the bar while they're hanging out with their friends and thought, "Oh, now I have something to write about tomorrow." dur. And now oh. look what happened. You stupid idiot. I hope this person gets fired. Well, worse, they're gonna uh, get sued. This is what's that kid with the Indians in front I was of just the thinking of that, Sandman? Not Kyle Rittenhouse. This the is other, Sandman. This is Nick Sandman all over again.
3: Raiders game in Las Vegas. You can see that young Chiefs fan is wearing black and red face paint and also a Native American headdress. Uh, the boy was shown on national TV, and he was also video doing a tomahawk chop. Some of the Kansas City Chiefs players were also on the field doing the same thing, along with thousands of other people inside the arena. The
0: video literally shows the. Play- players engaging the kid himself and doing the chop <laughs> with the kid. You have got to be kidding me with this.
3: You know, But after the image aired of, on national TV of that young boy wearing this black and red makeup here, Karan Phillips, a senior writer with Ditspin, wrote in an online article in part, it takes a lot to disrespect two groups of people at once, but on Sunday afternoon in Las Vegas, a Kansas City Chiefs fan found a way to hate Black people, and the Native Americans at the same time, saying ah. that despite their age, who taught that this this person uh, that what they were wearing is actually appropriate? Phillips also calling out the NFL, saying that while it isn't the league's responsibility to stop racism and hate from being taught in the home, they are a league that has relentlessly participated uh, in prejudice here. Wow,
0: that's <laughs> incredible. Oh yeah. Is, who, is that? A white guy that wrote the story? I'm not going to speculate. Uh, I believe it uh, was some sort of female and probably a lesbian. Name? No, I don't remember who wrote the that TED'sbano. Uh, you could probably man. look it up right now. It's made major waves throughout the interwebs, and especially in the universe called X, formerly known as Twitter. But um, <laughs> they <laughs> apparently, chiefs fans in kind have reacted unanimously in support of the young fella this fan and uh, apparently there's a movement going on for tonight's game if i'm not mistaken the chiefs are on sunday night football uh all the chiefs fans are going to show up with you guessed it black and red face paint oh good to to be Thank to show solidarity with this young man and to tell Deadspin and the wokes the woke crowd or the woke cult of America and the world. in the uh, if I may quote Elon Musk, go fuck yourself. Like I think that's <laughs> yeah. that is the general <laughs> sentiment amongst all of us when it comes to the woke assholes of our world these days. Go fuck yourself. We're so sick of this. You know, keep your uh. If you ha- just keep your thoughts to yourself from here on out, all right? It's just enough with the racism bullshit, because we are now officially in the world of when everything is racist, nothing is racist.
1: Dude, he's a uh, he's a black male named Karen. Wow! <laughs> yeah, it was nuts. Was Excuse not...
2: me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> Whoa! I I the universe. Man, God, you are beautiful. This is amazing. Like the-
1: I don't even think it's Karen. I think it's like Karan or something like that. It's C <laughs> Oh that was that was crazy. Well, I think we're it looking was-
0: at a charity sharit situation here.
1: <laughs> it's C A R R O N Phillips. Oh, uh Charon. <laughs> That's Karen, right?
0: <laughs> or Sauron?
1: Say. Maybe uh- Sauron?
0: I don't know. I don't even want to take a guess at it. And I don't want to justify this idiot by even pronouncing his name correctly. To be totally (laughs) honest, he just needs to disappear from society. How dare you even try to throw a kid under the bus nationally and make a scene or a a spectacle and call a kid a racist? My God, I mean, this guy should never be allowed to be a journalist, quote-unquote, ever again. Did you see his
1: double down? That was the best part of the whole story.
0: Uh, did they cover that in the clip, or did I miss it? I was more—I was filled with rage during it, and I forgot what they were saying.
1: <laughs> he sent out a
0: message on uh, X that said, "For the idiots in my
1: mention who are treating this as some harmless act because the other side of his face was painted red, I could make the argument that makes it even worse. Yes, I know I saw that. Y- Y'all are the ones who hate Mexicans but wear sombreros on Cinco." Like, what does that even mean? I, I know you're getting, you're saying, but what what does that have to do with any of this?
0: It's gonna go so hard the other way. There's gonna be a generation of people who love blackface. I'm telling you right <laughs> now. You, you're just oh, I can't wait. You're doing it so hard this way. It's going to go the other way, and it's gonna mess with your heads in 20 years.
1: I can't wait till you have that fat black guy
0: apologizing to Jimmy on the Oscars. Oh, What's Anthony that? Anderson. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Never forget, folks. That was one of the more disturbing moments of the BLM takeover of our culture during the Summer of Love 2020, where Jimmy Kimmel and Anthony Anderson stood on stage, and Anthony Anderson demanded over and over and over again that Jimmy scream his apology to black America And his allegiance to the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean that I think that might have been the top of the mountain, the apex, if you will, of absurdity and uh, the probably the moment where people started to take a look around and think, We better put the kibosh on this movement real fast. (laughs) (laughs) We're all about to be in chains here.
1: What are those train cars for,
0: white
1: man? Okay, we've got it too far. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh yeah man, the racist uh kids chiefs fan. Congratulations, America. We uh we took it to the oh, uh, I the hope he sues the
1: shit out of this stupid little newspaper. This guy's such an idiot. He's gotta be gay. We
0: we didn't have to say it out loud, but I think we had a general consensus thought amongst all of us here that uh this was probably a BLT sandwich community fella. <laughs> 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 Sorry, lady fella. You never know who's tucking these days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, this is not a Tucker. Everyone's in the Tuck Club. Well, we got a little time left in this episode, and we alluded to it in our previous episode. And I have just a snippet to kind of cover the grounds. Uh, I find it interesting, and uh, I didn't see it coming. But we, again, we uh, we touched it. I thought maybe we could breeze on it a little bit further. To the index and after revealing he's leaving shark tank next oh please everyone spring comb that hair spray uh that panaca there oh yeah season and is now selling the majority (laughs) stake in his
3: nba franchise for 3.5 billion mark cuban was asked if he will run for president he did float the idea in 2016. tonight still insisting he has no plans
1: to run in 2024 again saying this is all because he wants to spend more time with
3: his family
0: yeah with the family uh so that was the first time i actually saw anything about uh seriously him running and then i forgot that he did he actually run in 2016 was he on that stage with all those other jabronis no i think he was
1: talking about it but no he never really did dude i think he's gonna run i think nobody wants to admit it but something's i swear to god everybody keeps talking about like something's
0: gonna happen with biden
2: you know, gonna, maybe it's going
1: to have to be a primary.
0: <laughs> maybe something already did, which is why we have all these weirdos and masks and actors playing Joe Biden. Maybe Biden died already and they just they don't know what to do. They're freaking out. They need to yeah. you know, get everything put into place. But they absolutely cannot have Kamala Harris <laughs> take over. Maybe even they're trying to hide it from the Kamala team.
1: Dude, Kamala who? Exactly. I have not seen her in. Wow.
0: They sent her to Dubai, man. And she never came back? <laughs> That's right. Is she
1: one of the hostages in Israel? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, what is going on here? They linked her up in a chain of camels and sent her out into the desert.
3: <laughs> She's carrying water for the, right. for the
0: nomads. <laughs> yeah. She's headed out to some oasis somewhere. Uh, they don't know where. Did her part. <laughs> Is <laughs> there uh, for the COP twenty eight or whatever it is? Mm. You know that uh, it's the climate change thing where they have they flew out seventy thousand delegates from around the world, and I don't know if you saw this. It was trending all over uh, the uh, interverse, the interwebs. They uh, had all these images and videos of planes stuck to the ground and frozen in place throughout. <laughs> northern Europe because there's, I think it's called like a Bavarian blizzard, Bavarian Mm. blizzard that's sweeping through that entire section of the world, and it makes it kind of doubly funny, if you will, considering they're all trying to get to Dubai, a place where they literally cloud seed openly, very openly, to create their fake islands and fake water systems there because, uh, well, it's the desert, but they have... uh, it's a little dry. It's a little dry, but they've created man-made lakes there and islands and resorts, and they do it with creating fake water. Uh, but they're all flying to this place where they've created fake weather to talk about how we need to create 15-minute cities for everybody um, so that way we could save the planet um, because it's getting too hot. In the meantime, it's so cold and there's a, that they can't fly <laughs> off the ground because the planes are frozen to the ground. Yeah, it's a little ironic. Climate change. A little ironic. That's God for you. That's climate change, man. Man-made. You know, that's because we're 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 in control of it all. Oh yeah. Well, the Democrats. Right. Yeah. Nobody else has their uh, finger on the trigger there. All right. Dude,
1: you gotta see the the pictures come of the of the line in Saudi Arabia, the fifteen minute city.
0: Is oh so have they started the construction of the line? Oh
1: yeah, dude! Really? I didn't know
0: this.
1: They're like carving it out, you know, like for the foundation. This is frightening,
0: man. Everybody should be really scared about this future dystopia that they are intent on us all living in. Yeah, it's. What is it's the line? It's how long does it stretch? It's um hundreds of miles, but it goes up. (laughs) It
1: will be one hundred miles. One hundred, yeah. Five hundred meters tall. That's right. And, so that's, um, I mean, that's fucking huge.
0: Essentially, this is the dream of the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization and all these other neo-Nazi groups that are trying to control us all. They want us to live in something like the line. I think this will be the first one where they're going to do it, but uh, they, it's the 15-minute city where everybody's stacked on top of each other and every 15 minutes or within these little cubicles You have your grocery store where you your bug you know the bug burgers are there and everything and uh they control everything you do and you're gonna live on your social credit system. It'll all be an app on your phone and if you ever get out of line or say anything against the government on your ex formerly known as Twitter account or let's say you fail to go get the new boost oh yeah. I mean, you got to get yeah, that boost, your... right? Uh, they're going to just lock you up or kill you or send you out into the desert where you wander with all the other freaks. Yeah,
1: and it's going to be really scary once they move you in. You'll have no need for money. because You're going to have to use their currency. And then once you've been there for so long, you won't be able to leave.
0: It's kind of like the darker, more twisted part of Demolition Man that they never really touch upon. Right. And, you know, Sylvester Stallone, he's thawed out into this future world, San Angeles, after all these diseases and war and everybody is, you know, driving in their electric cars. But you have the machines that, you know, check you when you swear and everything's fingerprint based and all this stuff. But then you have that c- that society who goes underground because they don't want to live under this, you know, control of this authorita- authoritarian state, man, Uh, you know we all have to look forward to the split. Where Do you want to be in the 15-minute city, or do you want to eat the rat burgers down in the sewers? I know. That's going no, to be the choice, uh. man. We're all going to have to make that choice at some point. If, if we welcome in the uh, central banking digital currencies and the apps and the vaccines, th- that was what we feared, by the way. For anyone who doesn't understand what was plaguing us Plague rats, the people who chose not to get the experimental mRNA gene therapy back in 2021, our fear with your vaccine passports was we would have to go underground and eat our frickin' rat burgers uh, because we wouldn't be able to participate in the above-ground society of the vaccinated.
2: I don't
1: think they'll ever force us fully underground because... Like demolition man, those were just the people that decided to remain in the city. I think you'll always have, you know, it's a there's an unfathomable about amount of land that's just like untouched out there.
0: It's a good call. I think you're probably right. You'll just have this pro like mass migration, if you will, to the uh, rural areas.
1: You'll probably get just, like, little like little, uh, tribes just cut off from the... That's what I would try to do is just start a little tribe cut off from the rest of the world, live off the land.
0: Interesting. I was kind of just, just now, I was thinking, man, maybe the closest we came in the modern times to a civil war-like environment, if they had kept pushing harder and faster on those vaccine mandates, you would have basically had the, unva- the mandate and non-mandate states, and that would probably be the division Right? The civil war, if you will, between sides. Yeah. All right, Mike, crushing it with the response. (laughs) I'm loving it. I'm on fire. I'm having a great time. And speaking of time, folks, we have hit that moment. It's the fastest hour in the universe. Uh, No matter what Mike responds with, uh, Mike, I hope you got something groovy, upbeat, and happening and rocking and something to carry us on to the next wave.